Thank you for listening to Radio Wave tonight. We have a very special broadcast for you. It's a little bit longer than the normal broadcast that we have been airing for you each night. But you will walk away from tonight's broadcast very, very spiritually charged and spiritually grown. This is a friend of Medjugorje, August the 3rd, 2015. And the title of this broadcast is Our May Queen. When this broadcast originally aired, it sent shockwaves through the whole Medjugorje world. And this broadcast was responsible for bringing many, many people who were even outside of the Medjugorje circle into a deeper understanding of Our Lady. So here is a friend of Medjugorje, August the 3rd, 2015. Many of you have heard who followed Medjugorje through the years that Our Lady has been said by the visionaries to be more beautiful than the day before, that she grows in beauty. And so it is, if that's the case, we see also her messages are not only described in a beautiful way, sometimes stark, sometimes difficult, but they're more impacting, but they become more and more exciting. As we see the parallels of what she started long ago and what we see today and the things that's happening, we see things that we read years ago, such as June 25th, 1993, a message that makes this time not an amazing time in the sense that we are awed by it. Rather, we are startled by it. And even more so, when we look at what she said and what she's been foretelling, and this foretation is coming to being, that we can tie everything in together. On that June 25th, 1993, a lady said to us that she's here to protect us, protect our hearts, because this time is unique, and particularly in a way that man has never had before or experienced in history since the beginning of the world. That's pretty strong words. But you couldn't understand that message in that way, just like a lady becomes more beautiful every day, without time passing, that as it does, and history unfolds and society deteriorates and becomes what it is now, that we can say, yes, this is unique. Nobody has had this kind of moment. Nobody's lived this way. And so her quote of the message, these times are particular, and therefore I am with you to love and protect you, to protect your hearts from Satan. We could never have imagined in 1993 that she was going to protect us in the context of what we thought then to how serious that protection is necessary in August of 2015. We feel threat. Threats that we couldn't even imagine in 93. So with the progression of the beauty of Our Lady, we also have the progression parallel and the message is becoming more exciting and more beautiful and yet more profound and more powerful and more difficult. February 2nd, 2015, she said, I know that all of this is confusing to you. Even my stay among you is not now. Not when you see what's taking place. Thank God and be on your knees that she's here with us. We started Radio Wave because so many people would call our mission. We have 100 phones in this mission. 100 extensions. Time from here all the way back to Medjugorje. You can call here and talk to somebody live. Even big companies like IBM don't have that. You have to go through all these recordings. 
Yes, we have a myriad of recordings, but you can talk to somebody directly when you call here. And so we come up with Radio Way because we knew from the phone calls and letters and testimonies and people and the people who come here and those we meet that they feel so isolated. The 25th message comes out. The second of the month message comes out or something else happens in Medjugorje with Yvonne or his apparitions and don't have anybody to discuss it with. So Radio Wave was brought about to have an encounter that on the 25th or the 2nd or any other special occasion, you can come to our place here and discuss it and hear about it and be excited about it and ponder it and go deeper into what you would if you had not. We speak about the message as soon as it comes in here to each other and for the next days to come. And our lady told us yesterday, August 2nd, today's August 3rd, we're taping the day after because it was Sunday. Our lady says, you need to know that you are not alone. And that's part of what we do with this. She's speaking in the context that Jesus is always with you. But we are here to share the joy of the message the difficulties of the message, how to transfer that into life. Her words, read every day, my children, my messages, and transform them into life. That we do this with us the way we live in our little village of Caritas, that it can spread and propagate throughout the whole world. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's August 2nd, 2015 message given on the day of non-believers through Mariana. Dear children, I, as a mother who loves her children, see how difficult the time in which you live is. I see your suffering, but you need to know that you are not alone. My son is with you. He is everywhere. He is invisible, but you can see him if you live him. He is the light which illuminates your soul and gives you peace. He is the church which you need to love and to always pray and fight for, but not only with words, instead with acts of love. My children, bring it about for everyone to come to know my son. Bring it about that he may be loved, because the truth is in my son, born of God the Son of God. Do not waste time deliberating too much. You will distance yourselves from the truth. With a simple heart, accept His word and live it. If you live His word, you will pray. If you live His word, you will love with a merciful love. You will love each other. The more that you will love, the farther away you will be from death. For those who will live the word of my Son and who will love, death will be life. Thank you. Pray to be able to see my Son in your shepherds. Pray to be able to embrace him in them. And so it is, Our Lady says on May 2nd, 2015, I desire for you to be happy and to help me to bring happiness to all my children. The joy of God, that's what she just said on the 25th, she wants us to be experiencing that. Can we do that? And this message shows us. 
if we're getting joy from the feeling of Our Lady being next to God and we can feel God and in that joy, then why can it not be that that's for everybody? Our Lady said on May 2nd, 2015, My apostles, I need you to show everyone the truth of God. That means everybody. When I first started Caritas and started writing to the people on the mail list that would sign up, I was approached saying, you need to write something and leave Mary out of it to the Protestants. And there was a lot of pressure on me from just the people I was associating with at that time. I said, no. And I actually told them, you won't do that, you write that. And there was some efforts to do that. I didn't see that path. I didn't feel like I needed to apologize for a lady. I didn't feel like I needed to say something in stealth not to offend them. Our lady says, I need you to show everyone the truth of God. The truth of God is she's been sent every day to the earth. Why should we have to apologize in any way? It's written in higher truth. How we can approach people with confidence? Because it's proven. First, there's three things that scientifically prove this. And this should give you confidence. Why are we the ones thinking, well, we've got to not say anything or we've got to be shy about this, so we've got to be quiet about it. You got six pairs of eyes converging to one spot in perfect timing. This is a human impossibility, possible only if they see something suddenly appear not of this world. Secondly, brain waves measured reflect a progressive state of awareness, a human impossibility to create, possible only if they're engaged with something before them. And thirdly, the larynx has vibration and airflow, which causes sound. The visionary's lips continue to move, but no audible sound is detected by probes connected to the throats. This is a human impossibility, possible only with some force or power taking away the sound. No, I'm not timid about a lady appearing, not because science proves it, because I know it in my heart. I'm not waiting for somebody to come tell me, now I can start speaking because it's been approved by the church. We are to act. And when a lady says, my apostles... I need you to show everyone the truth of God. You're to be speaking about Our Lady, about her coming. She says, if you are not afraid to witness courageously, the truth will miraculously win. So when I speak to somebody, if I tell them about Our Lady, I don't have to worry about the consequences, whether they accept it or not. That's not my job. My job is to do what she said. And she continues, if you will know how to love by your works, you will convert others. You will enable the light of my son to penetrate souls. And so when our lady says, My apostles, I need you to show everyone the truth of God so that my heart, which suffers and today suffers so much pain, can win in love. We've got the power behind us to convert others. Be they non-believers, be they believers and Protestants who reject Mary, who mildly accept her only in what the scripture says, a nice little cute story in the nativity. We should never be ashamed to speak as if we believe. How can you expect a Protestant to believe if you don't speak with confidence? Hey, the Virgin Mary is appearing. I speak with confidence. I don't speak with confidence to know anybody. I know it. I believe it. And if our lady says, I desire you to do this, to show everyone, not some people, not people just Catholic, Our Lady wants you to address this to everybody. And the more people come sharing their belief, expressing their belief that the Virgin Mary is appearing, 
the more they'll be shaken in that she's not appearing. We got the high road, they got the low road. I tell you, every Protestant, every Baptist, everybody out there is going to either accept and believe Mary came or they're going to outright reject Our Lady. And if they reject her, they're rejecting her words. They reject her words, then they're rejecting Jesus' words. Because Jesus is the word and she's echoing the word. Very serious thing. Did you know Our Lady said, I as a mother who loves her children, see how difficult the time is in which you live. Do you think that Our Lady's coming just for Catholics? Or those who just accept her? There will be millions of Baptists who will believe the time of Mary and Methodists and Lutherans and Church of Nazarene, all of Protestantism, all of Muslims, all the non-believers and the Jewish. She's come here to unite the whole world to her heart to bring them to her son. That's how big this is. And how reckless it is that we all pay attention to her when she's upon the earth. We're in a position these days for many things happening. In this encounter you have with us here in our community, to those around the world, we see this conflict. And we see a timid reaction to the messages, being confused. Should we talk to this person? Should we not talk to this person? Allah says, everyone. Now's the time, she says, on acts of truth. She wants us to be more forward about what we say. And we say it with conviction. They will believe. And Lord, you know what happens when they get a hold of something they believe in. They're not before us as Catholics. But we have many things happening in the world. And a lady came in in 1993 talking about the things that's going to happen. And in particular time, I'm here to protect your heart, protect your lives, protect your salvation. Why? Look around. Our lady says, go out in the streets. See, there's no peace anywhere. She refers to this world as peaceless. She refers to this world as restless. She's referred to this world as tired. At least three occasions. What does all that mean? It means it's tired of the struggle. It's tired of the fight. And many are giving in. Our Lady said, August 2nd, a great struggle is about to unfold between my son and Satan, human souls are at stake. And today, she says, he is a church which you need to love and to always pray and fight for. We're in a struggle where we have to fight. Why? Because we're not. And Satan is gaining ground. And the more ground he gains, the more you'll see possessions, the more you see a satanic infestation, and you'll see a spread. Mexico City had a couple of months ago, for the first time in the history of the world, an exorcism for the whole country. They did it in secret. It wasn't for show. It wasn't to grandstand, look what we're doing. They all met together, bishops and priests. And they did this because 
Amaroth, who's a famous exorcist, was told by a possessed person that Mexico's satanic infestation is because of abortion. So they did this exorcism. But if that's the case, can we take that further and think, if that happened there, what happens when you bring Satan in? What takes place? What takes place is nothing if there's not causation. If there's causation, there's an effect. And that's got to be done not by one individual or a group of four or five people. It's got to be done by God's ordained authority. It could be the city councils, the city. It could be other realms of authority. And it could be the bishop, especially in spiritual matters. We know the political realm won't act on things happening now. You can't put the Ten Commandments up. You can't do this or anything else or nativities. It's always resistance. So we have in Detroit a statue of Satan that's been planted there. And what's happened? It's been unveiled. And the Christians raised some cane. They threatened to blow it up and destroy it. So they unveiled it in a secret location. How did it work? It worked where 600 people came to celebrate and witness the unveiling. These 600 people had to sign a contract, signing over their souls because they knew they didn't want Christians there. And so Christians wouldn't come realizing what they'd have to do. But the fact of the matter is, 600 people did. They signed their souls over to Satan with the stipulation that this contract was irrevocable. There'd be no possibility for negotiations to get your soul back. It also stipulated that Satan can take the soul anytime, anywhere, or without notice. 600 souls purchased tickets at $25 each to see the unveiling and attend it and be part of it at a secret location. 666. Everything always works out toward that. The bronze statue of Satan is sitting in a chair forearm up, two fingers pointing up, thumb across the palm. And there's two children, a boy and a girl, at the side of the statue, looking adoringly at Satan. Where there's a causation, there's an effect. You can go to the book of Maccabees, one and two, and see what one family did, Judas Maccabees, when they rose up and decided they weren't going to tolerate this stuff anymore. It's our lady who said, speaking of her son, he is a church which you need to love and to always pray and fight for. Who's fighting for what's right in Detroit? If you protest, the allowing of it to go into secret and at any time be worshipped? What does this do to Detroit? It opens the door what it did to Mexico, a satanic infestation. Our lady continued and said, But not only with words, talking about fighting, not only with words, instead with acts of love, it is love of God that there'll be no strange gods before me, much less Satan himself, the opposite of him. We made the mistake in New York in 1979, letting a crucifix be put in a jar of pig urine upside down. And everybody just said, oh, we don't like that. Alay says, not with words. She didn't want to hear that. 
Why in New York, the bishops called everybody and surrounded the place and stayed on the knees, get arrested, do whatever you have to do. There's a time for civil disobedience, that you can change things. There's a time later that if you don't, and things progress toward evil, that when you do civil disobedience because you think, now is the time we got to do it, they'll kill you. They'll take you to jail. We're in a gray zone right now where we can act. you got five bishops in Detroit. Archbishop Alan Vigneron, Bishop Micah Burns, Bishop Arturo Cepeda, Bishop Donald Hanchen, Bishop Francis Reese. See, that's God-ordained authority. They have power. They have power over the city council. How? Because they got 1.5 million people that are Catholics in the diocese. They got 260 parishes. Our military doesn't even keep that many men at hand. Not only do we have 1.5 million people that are Catholic, we have 4.6 million people who live there in this diocese. Many of them will join. You know what we need to do? We need to Donald Trump up our bishops. We need somebody brave enough to get out there and say what they need to say. We need bishops who will say what Our Lady said June 2nd, 2015. If you're not afraid and witness courageously, the truth will miraculously win. You can win. Bishops, do you realize who you are, the authority you have? You're the voice to fight this. Nobody else is. You can set the date 60 days out and say, we will destroy this statue. You can go and call on all your priests. You will preach at every daily mass and every Sunday mass, especially on Judas Maccabees and on how we're not to put any idols before God, that you're a Christian diocese and you're not going to play dead and let this just roll over us and let the sheep be eaten because that's what's going to happen. There will be a time there's no more civil disobedience, and your parishioners will be eaten alive because you didn't stand up, just like in Ireland. You've got authority. Twenty-five people can't meet secretly and say, we're going to destroy the statue. They don't have authority. It won't be blessed by God. You do, and you can exercise it if you realize and accept who you are. You have power of God to say, all our people in this diocese, the 260 parishes, the 1.5 million people, we want you to be ready to go because we're going to rid this diocese of this atrocity before it changes us into Mexico and what's happening there. Where there's a causation, there's an effect. So we've got the statue up there of people who have signed their souls over to the devil. There's no morals. There's no laws they have to apply to. Because there's no more order that guides them. Because they've signed their soul over the devil. What won't they do? And you don't think they're going to grow deeper in league with Satan? And what are they going to do to your children? They're already putting innocent, beautiful two little kids at the statue. This is your father. You don't hear what the contract says? I agree by signing this document under any name given or adopted, actual or pseudonym, I am hereby avowing my soul to Satan, a.k.a. Abaddon, a.k.a. Lucifer, a.k.a. Beelzebub, a.k.a. Antichrist. I do so knowing that he, a.k.a. the fallen one, a.k.a. the father of lies, or any of his representatives may choose to collect my eternal soul at any time with or without notice. 
I understand that my signature or mark representing any name, real or made up, upon these papers constitute a lasting and eternal contract and that there will be no further negotiations on the matter of my eternal soul. You have 600 people. You have Detroit as the number one chapter in the United States of America that are members of the Satanic Temple. And you have 1.5 million people can erase this very quickly. Judas Maccabee tore down the idols to bring Israel back to God. And many of the Jews didn't want to participate because they were doing business and they didn't want to disrupt their plans and everything when the city council back then or whatever they had for government. The first people they had to deal with was the Jews themselves who wanted to participate and allow that happen because their trades, their lack of courage, I might lose my job, they were afraid. If you are not afraid and witness courageously, the truth will miraculously win. I tell you, if you bishops do what Clyde Bundy did on his ranch and 300 people only came down with all the bureaus and the federal government stand them down because of the abuses was taking place on his ranch and he won miraculously, you tell me you four bishops can't do something miraculously by acting on the authority of God that you have? and start telling all these people in our parishes, we want you to join in the streets. We're calling everybody from the United States of America, all Catholics, all Christians, all Protestants, join us on this date because we're going to find out where the statue is and we will destroy it. Oh, the silver law. The first law, the very first law, is love God with all your heart. As Our Lady says, if you will know how to love, by your works, you will convert others and you will enable the light of my son to penetrate into souls, even those who've been lied to that they've signed away their soul and it's not negotiable. That's reversible. But you're never going to reverse this, bishops, if you don't stand up and get poor out in the street and say this. Be Donald Trump. We will die before we'll administrate this diocese spiritually with this presence here, how are you going to find a secret? You got a bunch of policemen up there and a bunch of detectives who are Catholic or Christian or Protestant or whatever, or just goodwilled, even if they don't believe that they don't want this kind of activity in their city. You have the power now to do it. And if you don't act, you won't have the power to keep the guillotine from cutting your heads off because this is where satanic infestations go. How many times have you heard on Mexico news? They found about five bags with heads in them, over here and over there, all over the place. Beheadings going to Mexico. ISIS is doing it too. Don't think you won't visit a city that's been given over to the devil, and all we can do is hold hands and say, we just got to pray. Pray is to lead to action. Our Lady said in this message, and Mariana just gave us, My children, bring it about for everyone to come to know my son. You're not doing anything to make these 600 and many others. There's 20,000 people who belong to this satanic charter. Bring it about for everyone to come to know my son. What are you doing to make that happen? What we got to live with is nothing we can do. We can't break the law. They're breaking the law. There's times that God's law is above civil law, above man's law. And this is one of those times. My children, bring it about for everyone to come to know my son. Bring it about that he may be loved. Christians, both Protestant and Catholic, 
can pour out into the street. I guarantee you, if you had two or three hundred cowboys that went to Clyde Bundy's on horseback, and you call people across the nation, you come, you bring your horses. We'll bring 12 horses and 15 horses up there with us. But we won't want to hear these bishops say something that will make them go down in history. We want to hear them say, we will lead this crowd and we will die. And you need to be instructed in the next weeks before you pick a date that the police who are Christian are good-willed, that you stand down, that you come out there, but you turn everything around and you protect us and give us the ability to do that. You can look the other way. And that preaching from every priest in the diocese to each parish to the weeks that precede this can train everybody, this is what we're going to do. And you're obligated as a Christian not to stop this, but to help it. Police must defy any orders for superiors to stop them. And the superiors need to realize, are you going to defend Satan? Or are you going to defend God? This is not symbolic. This is real. The people doing it are real. So expect the police force, and especially those who hear this is in the police force, to say, Where, which side are you going to stand on? You have to decide. I guarantee you, if you Donald Trump yourselves and you said this and called across this nation, you will have minimum one million people in the streets. And you will go down in history. Like Judas Maccabees. We don't have to hurt the people that put it up there. We just need to crush what they made by their hands. That we do with what our works are, that they know we love God more than their right to praise Satan and coronate a city to it that you spiritually govern. If you do this, you can expect consequences of good coming to Detroit and many of your woes start going away. Our whole nation reverencing you for what you've done so heroically. But if you don't, there's nothing to protect you in the future. No laws, nobody. Nothing, because everything operating in evil is on a spiritual level. They don't apply to the laws anyway. You think these 600 think about and respect the law in the end? If they gain more power, more authority, what's their next step? They've already given a prophecy with these two children cast in bronze at the foot of the devil. You've got to be an idiot not to see this. And if you're a bishop and you don't, then you don't know who you are. You don't know the power you have, or either you do, and you are afraid, as the lady said. Well, she says not to be. You either stand now while you can, or you'll be crushed. Because to tolerate this, serious consequences will befall all those who do so. And Satan will stand in place, reigning over you. So we see what's happened in Mexico. So what are we going to see in Detroit with 600 people signing this contract and even saying there'll be no further negotiations on the matter of my eternal soul that if you possess people in Mexico brought in so much evil, you got 600 people and an incarnate army of people who are open for possession. And then you got the spinoff from these 600 people. And you're going to live with this? There's nothing... That can be done except the five bishops do secretly an exorcism and then 60 days out to give people enough to inform them. And remember, a lady said in this message today, do not deliberate too much. You need to deliberate. 
She didn't say not to deliver it. She says you don't need to deliver it too much. Get the point across. You have no choice. If you're a Christian, if you're Catholic, whatever faith you are, you need to be in the streets on this day, and we're going, and we will not be stopped. You can kill us. We're not bringing guns. We're not coming armed. Just slaughter us if you want to. But we're going to tear this statue to pieces. Because if it don't, it's going to result in you be torn to pieces. And so it is. The bishops have authority to change this. And it's in their hands. Nobody else's. They've got the infrastructure. They've got the people. They've got the numbers. And they will join. And we don't mean fight this. And say, okay, we'll, bishop, we'll fight. We'll go to court. Forget the courts. They don't work. They're taken over by the devil already. You can see that with the Supreme Court. What just happened? That's not the place or the strategy to go to. You're the go-to. You're the judge. You're the ability to say, this is what we're going to do. Put your life on the line. We want to see that. You're the only authority that could gather a million people. And you know what you have to do? Really, is not a whole lot. It's just words. And he says, I don't want you to just do words. But if you just gave us that, we'll take the action. We'll do the work. But be like Joan of Arc. Get in the front. Lead it. And you'll go down in history as being the people who recognize who you are. And if you don't, you'll go down in history shamed. That how could five bishops allow this to happen? And want to go through the protocols, through the courts, or just say, we're going to have to keep praying. Prayer always leads to action. Somewhere it has to happen that way. When her lady says, if you are not afraid and witness courageously, the truth will miraculously win, she adds, but remember, strength is in love. So what is love? Our lady says, my children, love is repentance, forgiveness, prayer, sacrifice, and mercy. You need to sacrifice yourselves. An army behind will you be there with prayer. And we grant mercy to these people signing this contract, because once you crush the statue, they'll respect you. But they don't respect you now. you got 600 people versus 1.5 million people that they don't respect. They can run all over. You're listening to Countdown to the 40th Anniversary with a friend of Medjugorje. Broadcasting on your favorite station, Radio Wave, 24 hours. So where do we go from here? This time we have now has been foretold in an amazing way. The shocking. And so tonight's encounter with you, we're covering a lot of ground. We're not going in another direction. We're showing you how deep Satan has planned his plan, how long Our Lady has planned her plan, and it's unveiling prophetically. It's not just amazing, it's eerie. And we see it, and it's manifesting. What is manifesting? How is it coming to be seen? I came back from Medjugorje in June, and we stayed overnight in Dubrovnik. And after being walking around Dubrovnik, it was after midnight before we got in to a room. And so we had to fly out early that next morning, so I had to start playing with the alarm clock and figuring it out. And this is one of those European alarm clocks that was kind of complicated. I worked on it probably for five minutes to get it to go off. And finally, when it went off, I heard this. And immediately got my attention because I said, here we are in Europe, in Dubrovnik, coming from Medjugorje. And this song sounds so familiar. I didn't know if it was the end of the song, and I was figuring it was going on the outro, so I wouldn't know the name of it. But I continued to listen. Mm -hmm. 
I kept thinking to myself, what is a song? And it's one of those things that bugs you. You know, if you don't find out the name and it's finishing, then you won't ever know it. But I continue to listen. And so I heard that, and my attention, of course, coming from Medjugorje with a lady, immediately perked up. And I started recognizing the song, but I never caught that before. That a lady comes in gold. So immediately my attention went to the experience of the 25th. And these are my thoughts as they progressed as I heard the song. And she's buying the stairway to heaven. And of course, my interest perked up even further. I started thinking, wow, this is bizarre. When she gets there, she knows If the stores are all closed With a word she can get what she can When she gets there, she knows if the stores are closed With a word she can get what she came for. The world is shut down. It's closed off. But she comes with just her word even though the stores are closed, to get what she came for. So I'm just sitting there, listening to this, and the hair on my arms begin to stand up. I've never heard this before. I've heard the song Stairway to Heaven many times through the 70s, and like everybody else, rejected it because we had known it had a bad meaning to it, which we'll get into. But I want to unfold as it did for me sitting there. What I'd like to add to that, what I see now, what I know now, is what I did today with the message for August 2nd, 2015. She uses the word five times in her message. I planned to play this song as soon as I got back in June and completely forgot about it. But it was so strong in my heart, I was surprised that I forgot about this, except that I know now it was by the orchestration of Our Lady, because she'd planned for me to break this with the message that she was going to be given on the second of the month. And then she mentions word five times, and this is what is in the song, with a word she can get what she came for. What does she come for? With her messages, with her words, words from heaven to change the world. I would say it's a little prophetic. Out of character, what was written for and what we thought a long time ago. But God works this way. There's a sign on the wall But she wants to be sure Cause you know sometimes words have to mean There's a sign on the wall But she wants to be sure Cause you know sometimes words have two meanings. We've talked often that Satan's war is through words. Change the meaning of words, you can change the direction of people. Revise history, you change the future direction. So nobody has nothing to root to. So our lady comes with words. And Satan comes with words. Because you know sometimes words have two meanings. Satan mimics God. He has his meaning. And God has his meaning. In the truth. 
There's a songbird who sings Sometimes all of our thoughts In the tree by the brook, there's a songbird who sings. Sometimes all of our thoughts are misgiven. This lady is coming to give us messages, just like a songbird who sings by the brook, or a river if you might want to say that. Go to the last part of the Bible. The very last words of the Bible, chapter 22 of Revelation says, Then the angel showed me the river of life-giving water. Sparkling like crystal, flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb of God. But he gives us messages, she says, convey from God. And she said, they're from her son. They flew out to the whole world. They're so simple that they're clear as crystal, just like the water. Revelation continues, down the middle of the streets, on either side of the river grew the tree of life that produces fruit 12 times a year. And in the Bible, John writes and emphasizes this. Once each month, the leaves of the trees serve as medicine for the nations. We live in a moment that is amazing, and we're living in a moment. Revelations are coming into being through these private revelations of the Holy Virgin Mary. Now, Lisa, these are the last apparitions on earth. In other words, this is her coming to tell us and to birth the beginnings of the second coming, be it 50 years or 500 years from now. We don't know. There's a feeling I get when I look to the West, and my spirit is crying for leaving. And of course, the Bible tells us, for the lightning comes from the East and it shines into the West, so shall be the coming of the Son of Man. And of course, this is talking about the second coming. When I look to the West and my spirit is crying for leaving is because these souls are going to be cast two ways, toward heaven or toward hell. The souls that will be crying are the ones going to hell. In my thoughts I have seen rings of smoke through the trees and the voices of those who stand up. And so it is. 
I'm sitting there in the middle of the night and hear that, and I think, whoa, this is really something. Is this foretelling about Medjugorje? Is this song by Led Zeppelin foretelling something that it didn't intend to do? The Satan quoted scriptures to God, Jesus Christ himself. He knows the Bible. He knows what's coming. He knows the woman of Revelation. The great potent appeared in the heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, the moon under her feet. On her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child, cried out in pangs of birth, in anguish for delivery. Satan watched for that birth. He waited for it. Did he have any inkling about a lady coming back to do battle with the dragon himself? Certainly must have something. He knows something's coming up. He knows if he comes back to the world as Antichrist, he's going to have to confront something. Is it the woman? I would dare say he knows that. So he comes as the Pied Piper. The Piper will lead us to reason and enlightenment that we can see how the world operates and we reason with it. And a new day will dawn for those who stand long and the forest will echo with laughter. A new day will dawn for those who stand long, and the forest will echo with laughter. And so I'm thinking about this, and I says, there's got to be more proof in the song. I want to hear something. Where is the hard, solid answer in the song? We know who Our Lady is. We know all the feast days we have. We know October is dedicated to her. We know she's Queen of May. We know these things. So I'm sitting there listening to it, and the next thing I heard, I couldn't believe my ears. blown away. It's just a spring clean for the May Queen. When I was in grammar school, we had a 150-foot, 200-foot row of hedges. When a storm would come by, it would pick up paper and trash. And of course, back in that time, there was a lot more litter. And the hedgerow would catch the trash. You'd have to get there when the nuns told you to clean it up and bustle around and move around and get through them, get stick, get pricked. And you're moving this stuff out. You clean up all this trash. Jesus has placed the world in Mary's hands. It's just Mary coming for a good spring cleaning. Clean up the mess. Yes, there are two paths you can go by, but in the long run, and there's still time to change the road you're on. And so they just told us, I think it was the 25th message. She said in that message, My love is stronger than evil. This May Queen is speaking to us. Little children, therefore, draw closer to God is to fill my joy in God. Without God, little children, you have no future. You do not have hope or salvation. Therefore, leave evil and choose good. There is two paths for you to take. And, of course, the song says there are two paths you can go by. But in the long run, there's still time to change the road your own. Satan wants you to change the road that he wants to put you on. 
In our world today, people's heads is humming with activity. So much that they're paralyzed. They won't even go. And they don't know which way to go. But the devil's calling you to join him. And many people are following it without knowing that. Because their heads are too full of facts, not prayer, not coming from the soul telling them what to do, but from what the head hums all day long with the things that feed it. And so our ladies call and the pipers call. Who are you going to follow? Our ladies said, February 15th, 1984. The wind is my sign. I will come in the wind. When the wind blows, know that I am with you. You have learned that the cross represents Christ. It is his sign. It is the same for the cross you have in your home. For me, it is not the same. When it's cold, you come to church, you want to offer everything to God. I am then with you. I am with you in the wind. Do not be afraid. Dear lady, can you hear the wind blow? And did you know your stairway lies on the whispering wind? When I heard these words, Dear lady, can you hear the wind blow? And did you know your stairway lies on the whispering wind? The first thing I thought of was a lady's message. I am with you in the wind. This is adding up to something huge. I can't even believe it. I never connected this song to our lady before I saw it this way. But there again, we didn't have our lady's apparition to see what manifested that Satan foretells. Or can we even say this is from Satan? Or is it part from Satan? Or is it part of God's plans to use this song as prophecy? Prophecy is never understood until it's fulfilled. You can hear prophecy all day long. But it's not until it manifests that you realize what it was. Our Lady's apparitions are fulfilled enough to prove that this song is prophetic in what it says. Satan knows more about God than anybody on earth. He lived with him in peace, and he lived with him in war. He understands God. He's not an atheist. And he always is where God goes. So Our Lady's in the wind. We know that. And where she is, Satan comes. And so the song becomes very aggressive now. Because now, our lady's calling us to go up the stairs of heaven. She's come to buy with her words, to teach us through the messages how to get there. But Satan doesn't want that. He goes down.
wind down the road, our shadows taller than our soul. We've already heard the song say there's two paths to take. These two rows, one winds down, one winds up to the staircase. We know Satan is downed. And as we wind down the road, we're going down. But for the song to say, our shadows taller than our souls, what does that mean? It means your flesh powers over the soul. Your soul's not leading. Your flesh is. When in the afternoon we stand in the sunlight, our shadows are tall. So for these words to be saying, our shadows taller than our souls, means it's in charge, just like St. Paul said in the scriptures, that there's a war going on in me, through the flesh and my soul, the war against each other. Who's going to win? Who's taller? Our ladies come here to make it where we can see through the light that our shadows will be made to go away and our soul will shine. There walks a lady we all know. We all know her. In Medjugorje. But so does Satan. Who shines white light and wants to show. Shadows disappear in the light of our lady. There's no shadow to be found. Maria can be looking down at the floor or behind her. She sees three flashes of white light. Yvonne says she leaves in the light of the sun. What's she coming here? What's she want to do to us? What does she want us to turn to? Everything turns to gold. Our lady came on June 25th dressed in gold. The sun is gold. She leads in the light of the sun. And if you listen very hard, the tune will come to you at last. Why do you have to listen very hard? Because this song is very well known. So well known that it's the most played song worldwide in the history of music. We've never had something like that. And even more stranger than that, it never made number one. How can a song be played the most ever in radio and never be number one? And it's just something to stay in power to keep it there for some reason. God always is reversing what Satan does. It's undeniable. Everybody's known that for years. The song played backwards speaks of Satan. What does it say? One section says, So here's to my sweet Satan, the other little path. Isn't that the two rows? Would make me sad, whose power is faith. He'll give those with him, 666. And all evil fools, they know he made us suffer sadly. To listen to this and hear it, you have to listen very hard to it. So there's that mask words in there. And if you listen very hard, the tune will come to you at last. When we are all one, and one is all, to be a rock and not to roll. To be holy is to be set apart. Our ladies come to separate. Jesus is coming back to separate the good from the bad. 
If you're going to be a rock, you're going to be immovable, like the song says. We all are one, and one is all, to be a rock and not to roll. Our Lady wants and calls you to move on, to be separate, to be holy. This is a different call. Why is she doing that? With a word, she can get what she came for. Our lady's not messing around. I sat there stunned and couldn't believe it. Come on. She? He said she? This is Medjugorje. What is she doing there? Buying a stairway to heaven for the peoples of the earth. So this last verse of the song after all this aggression, it's obviously satanic agitation. Then comes on that last line. Like the devil's given up. The resignation in the voice. I resign. She's buying the stairway to heaven. As if he's dying. You can't even hardly hear what he says at the end. That's the normal sound of the song. Everything's a message in the song. And we have to look who's given the message today to understand the conditions of the world, the great struggle, who's fighting over us. What does this tell us? It starts song the way this song starts and ends it the way it ends. It tells us the path of the devil for us. Softly he comes upon us with order, in the midst of order. Yes, do what God asks you to do. Follow that. But that will always lead to disorder. So we have a song here that starts off with so much order. Soft, representing something peaceful. And the way it ends is completely the opposite. Very aggressive, harsh, disorder. You can tell by listening to the song, it's, it's heaven and it's hell at the end. Both oppose each other. It represents light in the beginning of the song. And darkness, peace and war. Love and hatred. This song contains the extremes of both. It's a message. So listen to the song, the beginning and the end of it, compared to each other. See the contrast. But there's much more to this song. So in the background to it. So who wrote this song? Robert Plant, one of the singers and writers of the Led Zeppelin band. He spent a lot of the 70s answering questions about this song because everybody knew there was something mystical to it. When asked why the song was so popular, he said it could be its abstraction. And then he added, depending on what day it is, I still interpret the song a different way. And I wrote the lyrics. Pretty amazing. 
how did he write this? He talks about that they did this in a completely different way. They worked on the song for a long time. It unfolded itself, and it evolved on its own power. They were in the mysticism in some ways. They ended up recording the song and writing it in a huge old dusty mansion that had no electricity. The lyrics were Robert Plant's, and how he describes it is it came in a flash of inspiration. In an interview he gave, he said repeatedly, the song is inspired, the song is inspired. What inspired it? Who inspired it? When him and Jimmy Page were sitting by a fireplace with Page strumming into those chords, Robert Plant had said, I was holding a pencil and paper, and for some reason, I was in a very bad mood. Then all of a sudden, my hand was writing out the words. There is a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold. And she is buying a stairway to heaven. A bad mood is a disposition Satan can act through. How do we know that? Our lady said every agitation is from Satan. He says, I just sat there and looked at the words, and then I almost leaped out of my seat. So why did he say I almost leaped out of my seat? Because he himself was surprised at what he wrote, because his hand moved seemingly the way he describes it, involuntarily. And so he was shocked by that when he read those words, of which he felt they didn't come from him. So where did it come from? Why did he get this way? And then I say it's inspired. He had a connection. He had a big devotion. That devotion was to Aleister Crowley. Aleister Crowley was a Satanist. Aleister Crowley wrote the Satanic Bible. He was well known. Of course, he would have participated in Black Masses. He sold his house. The house was in Scotland. Jimmy Page, who was strumming the guitar when Robert Plant wrote these words, Stairway to Heaven, had purchased Crowley's house. When you do that, you've got some connection with someone who's done things evil in the name of Satan. So Crowley was the father of this, them having a house from Scotland, them having a connection with Alistair Crowley. I'm asking you, what moved his hand? What inspired those words? We know the principle, Satan would rather have one saint in his cell at night than out of Rome. Because he knows it takes a legion of devils to make a saint fall, but one sleeping demon to watch over Rome. I say that principle and remind you of it because music at that time in the 60s and 70s was very profoundly driving the culture in its revolutions of looseness and promiscuity and many other things, and in rebellion. All these things were taking place. Later, Robert Plant was asked about the backward masking of his song where the words were changed. He denied that he had anything to do with it. He said, why would I waste time doing that? I write lyrics. I don't do that. So I'm not advocating that they even knew what they were doing. But one thing we do know, you can't humanly write songs forward and then play them backwards and make them make sense. You might get hospital, car, dog, something like that, something that doesn't make any sense at all because it's humanly impossible. You can say now you might do it with a computer, but back then you could not do it. So these connections with the other world, with darkness, with the black masses, with Crowley, with the rock music itself, which is disordered music, 
which is the opposite of what God is, order, it's easy to see with clarity that this is a venue for possession or infestation of Satan. Why is all this important? Because we can look to the scriptures. When Jesus was walking the earth and then the demon-possessed people would come to him, you are the Lord, you're the Messiah, you're the awaited one. Satan is always in pursuit of what's holy and what's pure. He pursued Jesus into the desert and quoted scriptures. He uses the Bible. And so, as Robert Plant said, it depends on what day it is. Day by day, when I read the lyrics that I wrote, I interpret it different. So sitting there in the hotel room that night, it hit me from Our Lady. Is the devil going to do that? The devil quoted things to Jesus that were true. He don't always tell lies. He tells the truth to make a lie. And so we have so much manifest and so much science. And it's an amazing thing that this song actually can foretell Our Lady of Medjugorje coming and what she's coming for with her word. And then she talks about the word today five times in different contexts, but it's still the word. And in John, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And so it is. Our Lady's coming to the world for a big, big reason. And these are just one more piece of the puzzle that we can look at. Not that we want to look at something Satan did, but many songs in the past now are starting to show up that were prophetic, even from evil minds, just like in Mexico, the demonic, saying, wow, Mexico's in the shape of sin. And so Satan hates Our Lady, but he knows that woman. He knows who she is. And he can't help himself. Dear lady, can you hear the wind blow? And did you know your stairway lies on the whispering wind? Incredible. So God uses everything for those who love him for good. Even evil work to your betterment if you're for him. And so listen to the whole song and see what it says to you.
sign on the wall But she wants to be sure Cause you know sometimes words have two meanings In a tree by the brook There's a songbird who sings Sometimes all of our thoughts
Did you hear that last lyric? He's dying. He's being crushed in Medjugorje. I know it makes me wonder. Do you not think that Our Lady pondered after the angel Gabriel left at the Annunciation? She wondered in amazement at what was happening to her. Oh, what makes me wonder? She looked at the wonder, at the birth of God. Oh, it really makes me wonder. And she parted all the treasures of Jesus growing up and going into his ministry. And it makes me wonder how much did she ponder and wonder the crucifixion, Pentecost, headed toward her assumption. Mary pondered all these things in her heart. She wondered. Amazing. Incredible for the times we live in. It pulls you into it at the end. It's got power beyond the words. So Our Lady comes with her words that when the messages of Our Lady are lived, her presence becomes real in everyday life. And just as this song led people to lose their faith, many of them hearing this can be shaken to the point of regaining their faith. Only God could do that. Our Lady's using everything, every song, every two for the plan because God's put it at her disposal to do so to grace. She, who brought forth Christ, Jesus Christ, who brought forth Christianity for the first time, is here again to birth Jesus into daily life as king of your life. She says on July 25th, 1988, Today I'm calling you to complete surrender to God. Everything you do and everything you possess, give over to God so that he can take control of your life as king of all that you possess. That way, through me, God can lead you. Are you one of Satan's possessions? Or are your life, your family, and God's possessions? This is what Our Lady is asking us. Our Lady, no matter what she ponders, her sweetest and most beautiful memories is of that little child.
So as a Baptist minister said, Mary, did you know? I wrote the lyrics, Mary, did you know? So it is in the song Stairway to Heaven. Your head is humming and it won't go, in case you don't know. Dear lady, can you hear the wind blow? And did you know? So much speaks to us. Our lady says, God sends you many messages through man, through nature, and various other ways. Satan is alive upon the earth. He's come to gather the children of Our Lady. He wants to snatch us away. He wants to keep what she's trying to snatch away from him. O bishops, O shepherds, help us. The flock, don't let us be eaten by the wolves. 
Do you have the staff to protect this? Do the exorcism. Then put out the call. We'll come in countless numbers to follow you. You have the power. You have the authority. Please don't sit on it. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Good night. <laughs>